Welcome once again to the Village Idiots podcast pre-show. I'm your DM, Nathan, and with me this evening, I have part B of episode 15. Let's find out what happens with uh, all this glass hurling and everything, right? Thanks thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Bye for, for a second. Retroactively, can I be sitting next to Mara? Sure. Yeah. You all were standing, and uh, there is. Let's see. Uh, all right. Uh, last, last two. Last two. All right. Reg, you go, and uh, Agiro, you go. Do it. <laughs> Poor Reg. God. They both miss, and their glasses smash against the walls behind them. And Kelvin goes. <laughs> Boo, we could have been four for four, but now we're three for four. It'll never be the same. It'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh it's nice having some people around sometimes, huh? You haven't had anybody here at all? How long have you been a golden mantle? Hmm. Around about a decade or so now, I guess, yeah. Wouldn't you say, Mara? That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. About a decade. About as long as I've been in the uh, the Violet Rose, I guess. This sounds right. <laughs> I want to raise a toast. Can I do that? You can try. Yeah. Only have wisdom save. <laughs> 19. Uh, yeah, you can raise a toast. A to- so I want to raise a toast to, to being... Good at being bad. (laughs) Uh, Everyone kind of looks confused. Yeah, sure. I mean, we say we're bad, but like, it's kind of subjective, don't you think? It's, you know, what what we're doing is good. How so? Oh, oh, we're just, uh, we're just, uh... (laughs) damn, okay. I was trying to be subtle about it, at least with my weird ghost. I mean, I'll, I'll drink to it. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, we're, we're not bad, bad. I'm going to kind of interrupt a little bit and be like, I mean, that's fair. I feel like we all have, yeah, we have noble causes, right? Well, I mean, the order of alteration more than anyone, right? Yeah, I mean, guide the whole course of the world and everything. I mean, that's a lot. That does sound like a lot. <laughs> To tailor events to what, you know, you need it to be to, you know, stay in power, right? That's, uh-huh, get it. Get it, Taylor. <laughs> is, that, is that why you call yourselves the Order of Alteration? I didn't even... <laughs> I turned I turn to him, I go, I know, right? He goes, it does a mind-blown reaction. And then wow. I, I kind of want to just interject and be like, you mistake my meaning for bad. Uh, God. I meant it as we were good at being bad. We're good. Get it? We're good. I'm. Never mind. Just drink. I mean, I'm not good. I mean, not a good person, but I'm not a bad guy. Why would you say you're not a good person? Says the one who just cried in my animal room. <laughs> I told you I'm crazy. No, I told you I'm crazy. <laughs> Man, a crazy person doesn't know they're crazy. That's not right. It's a point. <laughs> so they tell me. <laughs> yeah, all right. Anyway, I, I mean, I'll say this. I'm not going to refuse a toast, so I'll drink. Huzzah. <laughs> I'm going to raise my glass and say, and I'm going to toast to alliances. The alliances between the Violet Rose, the Order of Alterations, and, of course, the Golden Mantles. And I like... Well, I mean, at least me, right? I was like, true, true. I mean, we have, you know, a few others under our belt. Hint, hint. I kind of like wink, like big wink. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, we're trying to get Zaloran to be a golden mentor, but we'll see. You know, you gotta you gotta move the chess pieces slowly. Maybe we'll get there. But yeah, I mean, he's gonna be golden mentor, right? Oh, I absolutely. mean, after he saves the world from the shade pocket. Exactly. They they would have no choice. Yeah, I mean, even the architect. I mean, architects. Yeah, the law keepers. Even they would see. Mm-hmm. God, there are so many fucking names. I get them all mixed up all the time. Now we just need uh, we just need some lore keepers, some some key lore keepers on our side specifically, so we can uh, really get this done right. Man, I mean, well, we've got enough of them, right? I mean, I've got one in my pocket too, just in case. And I kind of like I laugh on my pocket. Well, n- not my. <laughs> all right, look, not my literal pocket. I don't have a bag of holding in me pants, but. <laughs> Is that a bag of holding in your pants? or <laughs> I have a law keeper in my employ. And I kind of look at him and I'm like, are we still are we still talking about... Quit. Okay, okay, sidebar, sidebar, because Emily doesn't remember. Is Saloran a lore keeper? Saloran yes. is a lore keeper. Okay, okay, okay. Back, and I'm like, but are Saloran you... Saloran is, is, you know, is the leader of the Order of Alteration. Yes, okay, but he's also a lore keeper. Yes. And okay. Karen is also a lore keeper that he's... The ones he's probably talking yes. about. Yes. So I'm gonna kinda back up and be like and be like, you're talking about Saloran still, right? <laughs> no. 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 I don't pay him. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't pay any of those in my employ. I mean I say employ, but I mean you're the order, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, since just was between friends, since we're all sitting here drinking, uh, who else do you have in your pocket over there at the Lorekeepers? That would be telling now, wouldn't it? I gotta keep some of my uh some of my secrets, right? I'm concerned, sidebar, concerned that this po- that this uh serum is not working, because I'm asking him direct questions and he's not answering me. And Nate hasn't rolled anything. Or have I? Oh, I don't know, I haven't heard it. I'm gonna lean back and um kind of look more relaxed and i would like to say so being a golden mantle it must be you know it must be living the life you got this whole place to yourself you got all this power what's your end game what do you actually get out of this that you don't already have i mean a lot of paperwork (laughs) i don't do the paperwork i make the silver mantles do all that that's what they're there for right you know i get to do this Drink wine, make messes, make other people clean it up. This is a pretty good life, huh? I don't know, maybe I'll rule the world one day. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? And I raise my glass to world domination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a great idea. Thanks, Beetle. Yeah, to great. world domination. Great. <laughs> so you set the psychopath on that journey. <laughs> Can I, like casually like start a conversation with Mara. Sure. So I'm I have to roll, don't I? No, oh I eat you not. Uh, this can be happening while um Pax is having his conversation with Kelvin. Um Toad's gonna try to hit on Mara. Uh so I kinda wanna like lean because I wanted to be sitting next to her. So I kinda wanna like lean towards her and be like, so are you from the barony? <laughs> uh Come here often. I mean, <laughs> not not exactly, but I mean, I've. She looks kind of confused at you. She says, "I've. I mean, the barony's been my home for so long. I mean, I consider myself to be from the barony now. I'm from the circle of all. Yeah, I could tell by the bare feet. <laughs> the leaves in your hair. Do you like it? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> Love it. I like your style. Thanks. It's uh, form-fitting, isn't it? It sure is. Oh my god, y'all. You know, it, it helps you out in a fight. Be quick. Streamlined. She does like a... Like a <laughs> puts her arms up and acts as if she's running or dodging something. 
cool character development. Mara's weird. I bet. I bet. She, I bet you're a girl that can really take care of herself. She looks a little introspective at this point, and kind of seems like she gets a little lost in her thoughts. And then she all of a sudden comes back and says, "Yeah, yeah, I take care of myself." Oof. I, I always have. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to like gently, like not in a creepy way, put my hand on her hand and say, you, you okay? It's, Looks like I lost you there for a second. It's just, I think I've always taken care of myself. Sometimes it's like I, I don't remember the hardest times, but I know I've been through them. Can I like give her hand like a reassuring squeeze and sure. say, and just say from, well, for the short time I've known you now, it seems like you could get through anything. I think I have. <laughs> That's a good ass response. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Do you, and I, can I, I like, I, I'm still like, can, you know, holding her hand and I give her like another reassuring squeeze and I say like, if you, if you want to talk about it, I, I'm right here for you. And she says, I wish I could. I just can't remember. And she looks lost again. Oh my God. I want to give her a re- like greater restoration, something so bad. <laughs> and she snaps back to it and she takes a swig of wine and she says but you know it's we all forget things sometimes right yeah <laughs> like, I don't know what to say to that holy shit okay yeah, she, says, she says that last bit loud enough for you all to hear and Kelvin says yeah we all forget something sometimes uh, that's right it's um a funny business memory isn't it Sure is. Well, and I, I will, I, cause I like kind of, I'm gonna snap my head towards him as he says that and be like, what do you mean by that? Ah, you know, memory's tricky. It's easy to, you know, kind of make you, well, surely the order knows. I mean, you kind of told me how to get around it, right? You, uh, memory's real malleable. You kind of make it whatever you want. That must be above my pay grade, because I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> eh, well, I'm sure you'll get there. <laughs> if you get over this madness thing. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel like so someone. Much. I feel like someone else should jump in here and be like, have you made someone's memory malleable see like here's the thing though because like i'm we're trying to ask him these questions and he's clearly not responding like truthfully so i don't think the truth serum worked make make another toast so he drinks more i mean he's been drinking how do i tell if it's worked you wouldn't know explicitly whether or not the the truth serum worked but you can make some insight checks to kind of see where his mental state is. Okay. I would like to make the insight check to see if he realizes that we've used the truth serum. Okay. I crit myself on that insight. Oh, wait, no, I can't roll lower than an eight on insight. I kind of want to return my attention back to the person I'm falling in love with. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you never, sorry, you never roll lower than an eight when detecting lies uh, with insight. So, uh, um, so it would be eight plus what's my insight two. So 10. <laughs> you. Oh, I'm sorry. I get uh, half my proficiency bonus when I am not proficient in the skill. So 12. You don't feel like Kelvin is lying to you. You are getting a feeling that Kelvin usually has a pretty strong guard up and that guard is not up right now. Like he feels kind of comfortable. Interesting. So uh, I rolled a 22 to think for insight to see if he realizes that he's been truth serumed. 
you, you're not picking up any vibes that he is he feels like he's being tricked or has been have a, has, has his mind altered or anything he's got no sketchy thoughts you're, you're not getting any vibes that he's kind of wary of that sort of thing can I, so I want to, <laughs> in the only way Tora knows how to be, which is just endearingly naive, I want to be like, hey, Mara, check out what I can do. And I want to use my cantrip, produce flame, and just like make flame dance in my hand and be like, for you. <laughs> <laughs> what like, color is the flame? It's, uh, well, it's like very much like a tigery, like orangey with some whites and, uh, like a speck of, what color are Mara's eyes? I thought, I feel like you said they were blue once. Man, that's a big ask. I don't fucking remember. Probably blue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I want, and then blue in there, like a little bit of the blue fire. And I'll be like, it's lively and fiery, just like you. So as you produce this flame, you see, just for like a second, you see a flash of what looks like a huge scar running down the front of Mara's face. Haha. <gasps> okay, side note. So this is how you're going to explain how you fucked up on the scar thing. Did I fuck up? <laughs> Did I? Yeah, uh, we need, we need makeup wipes. Uh, so you, <laughs> yeah, you see, just for a brief instant, you see a... a a really bad scar that goes down the front of Mara's face and she looks at the flame and for that instant that you see the scar you see kind of fear in her eyes and then it really quickly goes away and she's like well I didn't know you I mean I guess I did know you used magic and you you did it in your headquarters right the, all the all the fire all the fire <laughs> yeah that was me that's kind of, that that's kind of my thing you know all the fire. Yeah, that's me. Love that fire. Like the fire I see in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she blushes and kind of oh brushes God. you off. Yeah. She's like, ah, you. Cute. Can I like, so I did see the scar, right? You saw a scar, yes. Yeah, you said I saw it, right? I kind of want to, so I kind of want to like release the flame and... I can't, can I, I'm, I'm go, if this fails me miserably, I'm going to chalk it up to me being crazy, but I kind of want to, can I like go to like cup her chin in my hand and like turn her head where I thought I saw the scar and, and kind of like be like, huh, I thought for a second I saw something marring your lovely face. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I'm trying to be stupid right now. <laughs> I'm trying to be stupid. So I can chalk it up to being crazy later. Yeah. Uh, look. <laughs> you got a little something. Got a little Yeah, I will allow that to happen. Pax and Maxine, where are you looking during this exchange? I'm going to say Maxine is focused on Tora because, just simply because she feels like just very protective and like a big sister, like kind of way of Torah, especially since she knows she's not fully within like her faculties right now. She wants to make also, sure she's protected. So I'm sure the flame probably drew eyes as well. She also just did a flame. <laughs> she's doing flames, which scares me. <laughs> so I have I have eyes on Torah for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh Pax? And my uh I feel like I would be hyper alert right now. Because I really want to pull the Shade Ripper on Kelvin and say the jig is up. But I'm my face is facing towards what's happening with Tora and Mara. But my eyes are looking towards Kelvin. Okay, so your face is towards Tora, but you're looking at Kelvin. Yeah. So as the flame happens, Maxine, you also see just for a brief instant... Uh, flash of a scar across Mara's face. And Tori, you say that, I thought I saw something marring your beautiful <laughs> face. And as... Said lovely, but that's fine. Lovely too. face. As <laughs> Tora says that, Pax, you see Kelvin, he kind of tenses up a bit, but he hasn't done anything. And Mara says, I don't... I'm, I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. It's... Stop. You... You're being too kind. 
And I, I, so then this is what I'm going to do now. So I'm going to, where I saw the scar from the top of it, I want to trace my finger down and say, I swear I saw a scar right here. <laughs> but like, but say like, it still, it, it made you look even more beautiful. I wonder what happened. So it I just wonder... sounds like Tora's like extensively hitting on Mara. Yeah, but like, so I am, but also I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I just saw and why it's not there anymore. As you trace your finger and say that along Mara's face, you see Tora. A, it's like that shining light comes out of Mara's face where you traced that scar. Ooh. No one else sees it, just Tora does. I guess at this point, like, I'm still thinking that that golden light thing is, like, part of my Mm -hmm. madness, and I'm, like, very confused by it. But I'm also very into Mara, so I'm just, like, so beautiful, this scar. Ah! (laughs) But, and I say it rather loudly. Ah! Ah, well, uh... (laughs) Surely you di- you don't see any scars on Mara, right? Hey, um, Tora, was it? Or do you prefer the tiger? I don't take my face away from Mara as I'm staring at her. Because once I've finished my caress, <laughs> I'm going to call it, for lack of a creepier word, or mm-hmm. less creepy less creepy. Word, <laughs> uh, less creepy word. And then I'm going to hold her face again. I'm going to look dead at Mara and say, which name do you prefer, Mara? <laughs> that's so weird. Why? Because <laughs> that's Tor. Tor's never actually hit on anyone before. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. At this point, Kelvin has stood up and he says, Tiger, Tora, Tora, Tiger, whatever. Just stay right there. I'll be right back. And he leaves the room and heads towards his study, it looks like. His office. Hate that. Hate it. Um, I don't like it. I don't no, like it. Does, no, no, no. 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 Does, no. Does, <laughs> calm down. Did Mara answer my question? She's kind of taken aback. She, she, she looks like she's lost in thought again. <laughs> as if she's like caught between two thoughts and she's just been like bamboozled. So I can see this confusion on her face since I'm so close to her. Can I say... You still see the light coming off her face where the scar is, too. Yeah, can I say, like, who hurt you? She looks at you and says, I'm... I... No one can hurt me. I'm too strong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, two things, two things. All right, two things. I have a quick question. I have a quick question. Quick, is this considered a short rest? Do I have myself on <laughs> I feel like drinking induces a sort of relaxation that should be construed as a short rest. Please, 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 Mr. Dungeon Master. <laughs> I will I say that you all thoughts? have been, I'll say that you all have been relaxing enough after your thing that, sure, you've got a short rest. Oh, thank God. Okay. All right. I want to do two things. Well, I want to do one of two things here. Add a character. A, I have greater restoration spell. B, I kind of want to hide somewhere in here so that he doesn't do anything. Whoa, time the fuck out. You have had greater restoration this entire time that I've been fucking crazy? Only most of it. What? When did you get greater restoration? When we leveled up. I hate you. Get it to your... Party member, the fuck is wrong? We're gonna have, you have words later. Uh, we did not really have too much time. Besides, it was kind of like Emily you know, gave you the perfect opportunity to speak up when she asked Kelvin if he knew of any potions or whatever. That was your opportunity to be like, "Wait a minute, I can help you." Like what? The <laughs> Wait, do you Fucking you know greater asshole. restoration the spell or you know you have like a greater restoration potion? I know the spell. Cool. How many times can you do that? I'm gonna need to order two of them, please. I think I have one fifth level spell slot, but I I, I can't find that 
information. I think that that's right. right if here. you just got greater restoration, that's a fifth level spell. Man, if you only have one level. though, then use it on Mara. She's I would the say one that use it on it. Mara. Yeah. No shit. What? Shut, you know shut what? up, Justin. Listen, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you could have fixed me Don't a while me. ago. We're gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> me and you are gonna have words. I know where People you sleep. Speak after this. <laughs> <laughs> Or I could use Greater Restoration, or I could hide somewhere in the room so that he does not see me when he comes back. I could use Invisibility. I think she needs to be fixed. Her brain is broken. <laughs> not mine, Mara's. But also, if Kev- Kelvin, Kevin, if Kevin comes back in here and starts yelling at us or fighting, she- she'd be on our side at that point because we will have like fixed her brain. But if he starts fighting us right now, she's going to fight for Kelvin. I will say you all do have shade rippers as well yeah we do so justin needs to go grab mara rip her ass into the shade use greater restoration i don't know or we could rip into the shade and we could all just leave right now if we can convince them to go with us <gasps> wait 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 hold on i feel like no I one feel was like saying evan, anything i feel like evan <laughs> hold on i have something for this she's having an epiphany that's what that's it that is it's me being good at D. hold on <laughs> Okay, once between rests, you can make a person you talk with for for a minute alone, frightened of a creature you choose for one hour if it fails a wisdom save. So could I possibly talk to either Mara or Reg, or uh, Reg is in charge of Zeth and Gyro, so I think they'd go with her, but Mara seems to be in charge of all of them. Uh, if I can convince Mara to be afraid of Kelvin, maybe she will come with us into the shade. You feel? Uh, you can certainly try. I'm talking to my party members. Oh. Yeah, I mean, go for it. I mean, but Justin needs to use greater restoration. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that's is that, like, sure. Justin would need to, like, Justin would rip the shade open. We'd say, come with us if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would... Yes, Luke Skywalker! <laughs> and then I would, like, put the fear of God in Mara to be afraid of Kelvin, like, let's go. And then hopefully she would convince Reg, who would convince Seth and Giro to, like, head on into the shade. We zip that bad boy up. Peace out, Kevin! And then we can do greater restoration on Mara on the other side. <laughs> you feel? Yeah. What do you think, Justin? All right, so I'm going to get up and... <sighs> you want to do it to her? You want to give her greater restoration on the other side? You said? I mean, I don't know. Do you think you should do greater, greater restoration now? And then I, I can also... I feel like you guys wouldn't be able to decide this in-game. I know. So someone's going to just... Do it, Justin. Just what you know you need to do this for her, so just do it and everything else will happen. Cinematically, I'm gonna stand up with Tora looking Mara in the face, and I'm gonna walk over to Mara and I'm gonna put my hand on her shoulder and I'm gonna say, Are you feeling okay? And cast greater restoration. Okay. Ah he took his glasses <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> you cast greater restoration on Mara and you feel a huge burden over her there isn't just one magical effect that's causing this feeling in her it feels like it's a decade worth of spells that are like bogging her down but somehow also keeping her sane i guess as you you touch her shoulder you feel the the weight and the burden of all of these uh, effects on mara and you know that one greater restoration spell is not going to be enough to... Okay. God damn it. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. I look up at Pax and I'm going to say, out like, out. this is out loud, we need to go. And I'm going to look at Mara and I'm going to, like, very much like uh, El Tigre here was, I'm going to get right up in her face. And I'm going to use this, this thing where I can make did someone scared. Did you just scare. call me El Tigre? Yes, I did, babe. <laughs> and I'm going to get close to her face and be like, I'm using this thing where I make some can make someone afraid of somebody and say, uh, Kelvin is bad. Kelvin has been erasing. I don't think I would know that. I don't think I would know that. Kelvin no, has wouldn't. been, but I, I can tell that he's using bad. You. you can say, I think he's manipulating you. Yeah, I think Kelvin is manipulating you, and I am 100% sure that he's about to come back and at least try to wipe my friend's memory. Like, I think he has been wiping yours. We need to go. I pull my shade ripper out and I'm ready to rip. 
Okay, you so that's saw because you saw like, the I scar. Not, like, go ahead, Emily. go. Yeah, I saw the scar too. So go ahead and I nod at Pax to like go ahead and rip the shade open. I look back at Mara and I say, "Come with us if you want to live." So there's a wisdom save. Mm-hmm. She looks at you and she says, "Oh, oh my god! I think you're right." Come on, let's let's go, boys. Let's let's get out of here. I don't I know where we're going, but let's get out. Can I like grab onto her? I don't. I was. I stopped holding her hand at some point. I want to grab onto her hand. I'm like, uh, okay. pull. Let's she's, go. Let's she's, run. As soon as she says, "I think you're right," she kind of reached her hand out and grabbed your hand. Aww, cute. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up Reg. Let's go. Just go. As Reg's like, whoa, oh, 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 what's going go. on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. Oh, all right, here we go. Um, Zuff and Gear grunt in assent. As you enter the shade and as you're closing the shade up, Pax, you think that you see the faint glow of that liquid that he gave to the four Barony members, casting light as he is re-entering the room. But you all manage to get into the shade and Fuck out yeah. before yeah. Kelvin is able to get back. Yeah, fuck you, Kevin. And we know that he doesn't have one because he was jokingly asking. Mm-hmm. He was like, wish I had one. Yeah, so you all are safely in the shade. <sighs> what does it look like in his house, the shade? Uglier. <laughs> Honestly, it looks basically the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the shade, does she have the glowing thing across her face like Tora sees in the real world or no? Funnily enough, you all now see that glow mm-hmm. across her face. Before, you didn't know what Tora was talking about, about this scar on Mara's face. You couldn't see anything. But now that you're in the shade, you can see that that's kind of there. And Do they Pax, all see it? Yeah, they all see it. And Pax, you feel that this is one of the effects that your greater restoration could have healed. So you all get into the shade, you maneuver your way to someplace safe, you're out on the streets of Fellows, and I assume that you hole up in a tavern or something? Uh, probably a, a room at the tavern. <laughs> like, I think we have things to discuss that can't be whispered around a table with ale. The quietest room. Yeah, so you all get someplace safe for a while, and you kind of talk with... Mara and Reg and Zuff and Giro over everything that you've discovered up to this point. Specifically, you're talking with Mara and Reg because Zuff and Giro aren't aren't too talkative. <laughs> so, what do you what do you want to talk about? We'll do we'll do this pretty quick because it's you know I know it's long. So I want to hold her hands and I want to say I think Kelvin's the one that did this to you, and I'm gonna lift one hand and trace the scar again. So now you all can't see it, only you can see it, Tora. Yeah. She says, I just, I think you're right, but I just can't remember. I can't remember anything. I'm still going to hardcore be hitting on her, and I'm going to say, I won't ever let him do that to you again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the question is, like, so has has Pax's spell recharged yet, or do we need to find another healer? Uh, Pax never fired off the Greater Restoration. Wait, like, what? The, what? The Greater Restoration never resolved because there were so many effects. So Pax would have oh. had to choose one of them. And in the in your haste to get into the shade and get out, that never resolved. So got Pax, it. you've still got your fifth level spell slot. Well, okay. isn't it isn't it lovely? Because I looked up Cleric 5th edition D&D spell slot stuff. And at 10th level, I get two fifth level spells. Are we 10th level? <laughs> yeah. Two fifth level spells? Yes. Nice, so you nice. could heal two of her injuries. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to... The memory is the yeah, most memory important Yeah, memory is the most thing. important. Honestly, leave her face alone so she can see. <laughs> As like, you're true. looking through all of the these bad effects on Mara, you realize that all of them are memory-based. Mm-hmm. Maybe the memory of how she got the scar is the most important one. Yeah, try to do... Can you pick that? Or do you have to, like, pick a specific spell? Yeah, he, he, they, they can pick that specific one. Okay. You, you can pick out the, the specific memories. You get enough of the details to know that okay. what's kind of happening. I do that. You remove this effect that's altering Mara's memory 
about this scar. And as you feel the greater restoration take and her memory starts flooding back, you all see that on her face, just it, it kind of just stitches into place a huge scar that goes from like the top of her scalp down over her eye and down on her face. She says, oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, what year is it? And she looks at all of you. What year is it? Oh my God, this is so much worse than I thought. Nathan, what year is it? You tell her the year. It's like 657, Age of Peace, I think is what I called it. I can tell you exactly what the year is in a second. I have too many questions. You're taking too long. (laughs) I just want to tell her that she still looks beautiful to me. (laughs) God. I'm going for Mara hard, but just trying not to be like gross about it. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) I'm not being gross. It's too late. Pax is disgusted. (laughs) Yeah. You tell her it's currently 624 in the age of peace. And she says, that bastard took 10 years from me. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Sorry, she doesn't remember the whole 10 years? She doesn't remember any of it? Well, now she remembers 10 years ago, and she describes to you in detail how she was on an expedition with a group of other people. She kind of gives you info on each of them and how you were going to take them from Tor to Ilari, she and Kelvin, after they betrayed this party, and right before they were going to get them on board these ships, Kelvin decided that he would rather put this point of memory in her past, and he explained to her apparently the only way to do this was with a mortal wound. And against her wishes, he drew his greatsword and brought it down across her face. And that was the point that he needed to affect her memory in such a way that he could rewrite her memory as ever he wished, however he wished. And so she still feels that she's got these pockets of memory that are just completely gone from her. Or they feel like they're completely gone. But Pax, if you were to lay your hands on her again, you would know that you would be able to grant her more of her memories back. Do it, do it. I did. <laughs> Probably more recent memories. He so can we know only what's going do on. it. I mean, yeah, he can only do it one more time. Yeah, I know. So. That's why I'm like, probably more recent memories, so we like know what's up now. Yeah, the plan, the plan. Tell us the plan. Give yeah. us something to sift through, so <laughs> we can decide which one. But I really want to slip in my like, when she, after she says what he did to her face with the sword i just want to i want to slip in my like you're still look beautiful to me she looks at you tora and you see uh, a tear in her eye Aww. and she just slowly comes down she doesn't make any like face or anything but she just oh a single tear well i'm so in love with her as <laughs> pax reaches into you know all of this pain that mara has faced you find a more recent occurrence you can you know with the arcane energies that are flowing inside of her you can find a more recent memory and it's the one that kelvin just took from her in his explanation of everything of the order of alteration and the work that they did it's uncovered that she really didn't remember what was happening and that this work that they did for the order of alteration in expanding the shade pocket is actually true. But you feel that there was a contradiction in there too. If you're thinking about the memories and you're concentrating and meditating, whatever it is that Pax does when they are doing these spells, you see a tendril of golden light that kind of comes out from one of these points. Touch it. Can I touch it? Touch it. <laughs> touch it. Sure. Yeah, you can you can you can touch it. What does it do? As soon as you your hand touches it, you get a, a flashback to that flask with that golden liquid in it. What is it? Do we know what the golden liquid is? Is that like a, me- a specific memory he's taken from her? Maybe. Roll me an Arcana check, Pax. 
Do not fail me now, dice. Alright, that's an 11 plus 3 hero points, so... <laughs> How many hero points did you have? Uh, six. Your your bank is as many as your level. So you have oh, 10 yeah. hero points to yourselves. So with a 19, Arcana, you sense that it's not a stolen memory, but it's an overwritten memory. And can he do anything about that, or does he need another greater restoration to specifically fix that one? So as soon as you heal that wound, she remembers everything, and she she can instantly tell what was falsified information and what is her true memory. Cool. You get the inkling that with these golden vials, each one of those vials represents an overwritten memory and that these are the points that Mara has in her where she can't remember their memories that have been overwritten by Kelvin. Whoa. Mm-hmm. And he had a bunch in that box. So, yeah, he, did. he had a closet that he opened with multiple chests inside. Are they like labeled or? Roll me history. <laughs> he said he's Every- not very organized except in crime. <laughs> Everyone roll me a History. History. 17. That's a nat 20. 18. Maxine and Pax, you call seeing, scrawled on the front of the chest on a piece of parchment that was kind of tacked to the chest. You saw the name Mara. Oh, fuck. Tora, you saw it too. And because of your confused state, you are actually able to laser in on the memory. And you remember seeing other names on the chest within the closet because he kept the doors open. Cool. Okay, so we got to get back in there. What are the names? Yeah, are there other... Did I see... You don't recognize any of the names, but you see that there's a Karen. There's a Milo. There's a Kira. And those are the only ones that you remember. Are you trying Aww. to say Kira? Are you trying to say, you said Karen. Karen, Milo, and Kira, as in Last of the Dardendrians. Karen Denae, the lore keeper. Oh, I thought, I was like, that's not my name. Did you not see Leandria? Those was, were the only three that, that Tora saw, but you remembered there, that there were more chests than you saw names. Okay. So we're going to have to assume that yours is there. I hope so. <laughs> Sad. Okay. That could also mean, okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, okay, if he's got chests full of, like, memories from these people, I know we've already seen, like, Milo, but, like, if we have a chest full of stuff from Kira, that probably means that Kira is still somewhere. Because we know Milo is still somewhere. Which means Leandria is somewhere. Do we know how many chests, or was it, like, just... Can I do? Uh, I was, can I say these names out loud and see if Mara recognizes them? Sure. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the information out loud and say those golden vials that he that Kelvin had in that chest were all from you, Mara. That chest had your name on it, and in that closet that he got that chest, there were other chests that had other names, and I say the names. Okay. I don't uh, feel like as, saying all of them again. <laughs> so you said uh, it was Karen, Milo, and Kira. Yeah. And she says, yeah, those were all people that we were part of that party. The one from 10 years ago when you got the scar? Yeah. And she looks confused again, like she's trying to connect memories up and she just can't. Maxine's going to say, so what happened to the other people who were with you on the expedition? I don't. I don't know. I can't. I'm going to like hold on to her and like assure like what has I can't I don't want to be creepy, but like, what's the word? Like, I'm going to like reassure her, reassure her, like comfort her by like, you know, stroking her arm or like see stroking just sounds creepy. Yeah, but (laughs) just but in a in like a am here for you kind of like patting Mm -hmm. her back kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying really hard to not be creepy, but also 
I am highly attracted Shit. to her. Oh no. So it's a fine line. I'm not giving excuses to people, but it is a fine line. All right. I know this is a really, 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 really long shot. All right. But is there any chance that Thornburn was written next to Milo? And can I connect that Milo Thornburn was Safina's grandfather, who is the missing person that was the bounty that we were supposed to look for before we got pulled into all this shit? Yeah, because we did meet the Thornburns. We did. And the only thing that was and written, we knew Milo it was, it was, was only missing. first names. It was yeah, only so first no names with the, on the labels. No, but we did know that Safina was missing and that she was looking for her grandfather named Milo, who disappeared, and we knew his last place where he went. Like, we knew all of that information, because we were talking to them, and they were like, he was on tour, and now she's telling us about an expedition on tour with someone with named Milo? a guy Milo? named Milo? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like we could put that together. I would put that together, I'd put that together, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, so that would be a solid lead for you, Pax. Okay. Perf. So yeah, you are able to find this information out and you know that Mara has severe memory issues with the last 10 years and there's a lot to unravel. Pax, you know specifically that this would be a pretty intense thing to try and unravel with her. Either it's something that you're just going to have to stay with her or get her additional clerical help or just, uh, I mean, unless you've got any other ideas. I mean, we could stay in this hotel and give it a few days. And like every few hours you can use two spell slots and we just give it time while you fix her head. Or and Tora if- and Mara get like close and like, you know, romantic in the hotel. Fall in love. <laughs> Listen, I'm not looking to get creepy. I'm, I'm, I'm as a, I feel like as a druid. We are those people that mate for life kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a penguin, okay? I feel like she ain't. <laughs> Tora, you recall that while you were in Kelvin's quarters, you didn't see the shiny guy at all or the shiny human. But now that you're out, you are seeing them again. Sometimes it's fuck? Maxine. Sometimes it's... Mara, sometimes it's Pax, it's any any of the people you're around, the innkeeper. Sometimes it's no one and they're just standing there. Can Pax use one of his greater restorations that he's using on Mara to help her brain, like on Taurus, see if that helps? If you want to say it's the next day, you can certainly try. I think your spell slots refresh on a long rest, right, Pax? Yes. I don't, I want to know why I keep seeing the shiny guy. I don't think we're going to figure that out right now. <laughs> Like, who is this shiny guy that I'm seeing, and why is he around all the time? Like, is there, is there, like, maybe when I go to sleep, I dream about it, and it gives me some clue? Like, help me out here, Nathan. <laughs> shiny guy's like No Face from, uh, from Spirited uh, Away. Ah. Um, <laughs> you haven't slept since you started seeing this figure. Okay, well, I want to sleep. <laughs> as close to Mara as she'll allow me. <laughs> We'll say that Mara takes the bed that night and you're able to get your bedroll up underneath the um, as close to her bed as possible. You're still having some confusion and everything. And in your dreams, you're back in that space that you were when you went into the sarcophagus where it's dark on one side and light on the other. And then you see this shining figure in the middle and you get really close to him again just like you did the previous afternoon we'll say and you hear them say again in a like wispy kind of otherworldly voice it's not you it's not time you aren't ready and that's all you remember of that dream fuck and you're still seeing the shining figure the next day and a lot of the days that you spend, you know, with everyone and just in general throughout. So, Pax, what do you want to do? I want more. You want you want a greater restoration, her more meaning. Yeah. So you want to say that you're tr- trying to just get all of this 
memory stuff figured out. I want to know the plan. Yeah, can we just like time lapse this? Like, can we? What's it called? You said to music montage. Montage this. Need a montage. So yeah, Pax, you uncover all of this information that has been hidden from Mara or rewritten in Mara's past and her history, and it just goes over a decade. It's a decade's worth of all of her memories and all of these jobs that she's been doing on behalf of Kelvin. And then she forgets about it. And then she gets new information and she meets up with new people. And it's just, you know, a long list of things that Kelvin has made her do as the leader of the Violet Rose on behalf of Kelvin himself. So everything that the Violet Rose has been doing up to this point has been over the last 10 years has been, to serve Kelvin, basically. And that's a lot to wade through. At what point does do Reg, Zuff, and Giro leave to go meet our other characters? Because that's got to be happening soon. Yeah, they, they leave and they go. They don't seem to be having as many memory problems as Mara does. So she they, they actually leave. It, this takes the better part of two weeks to get through everything. Do we grow closer romantically? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. So all of this happens one time after Reg, Zeth, and Giro, they come back and they've they've got this stuff. Uh, they remember that they were looking for these stones on a whim for Kelvin because he wanted to add them to his collection in his bachelor pad shitty quarters. <laughs> he had heard about them and he wanted them for his shitty quarters. And so, oh, so it was actually Kelvin that wanted them. Interesting. And apparently just for like, Decoration. Some gaudy decoration. And so... Saf gave up her sapphire for that bullshit. Seriously. Yeah, and so Reg, Zeth, and Giro go and retrieve that, and Mara shows you that she's still got the other two stones. But when Zeth, Giro, and Reg come back with the sapphire now, Mara looks up at Giro and says... She cocks her head to the side and kind of squints her eyes and says... Kira? I'm sorry, what? And Giro tilts their head to the side and kind of looks confused, as much as confused as someone in full plate armor can be. And Pax, you do a, a greater restoration on Giro the next day, and you see a lot of memory issues with Giro, too. And the earliest one is the renaming of Giro from Kira, last of the Vardendrians. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! She's been here the whole time! Oh man, she was real big. <laughs> she was real big. <laughs> Remember, so, we did talk about that though, that she was like really big for a dragonborn. Like really oh. big. And so Kira has been here the whole time. <gasps> and do you uncover more in Kira's memory? Zeth doesn't have any memories like that. Zeth was a Goliath who just got... Zeth's just Zeth. That's Zeth. <laughs> he just big dumb himbo. Got caught up into bad bad stuff. Bad people. It's it's not Zeth and Giro. It's Zeth and Kira. So is Kira zombified? Like, can, they, she, can she not speak? Can she not, like... What? What's Kira going didn't, on? Kira didn't think she could speak when she was Giro. And so Kelvin essentially muted Kira. I mean, it makes sense. You talk to Kira, but just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally fair, though. Like, I was, was an asshole. It was probably Milo's idea. So you all have found another one of these people in these chests that have these memories with the help of uncovering Mara's memories. And Mara's just fucking pissed. She hates Kelvin and everything <laughs> that he stands for. I bet. Well, she- Fighting. You know, you don't see Kelvin a lot during this time. You hear about a lot of stuff that's happening. You hear about the Shade Pocket. You hear about this chaos in the archives where this huge figure kind of storms the archives and that there were people that kind of messed up. Pax, you leave for a while to go back to the guild and see if they know anything about this Milo artificer. And one of your guild friends say that they actually had a mentor that had worked with him from Entepa, Dorena Ravenridge. And so you're able to get a connection up to Dorena, who is starting a little group called the Knights of Halartha. 
and they uh, are working out of this island on the Bulwark Isles to the southeast of the Architect's Borough, Ilar's birth. And so you get a little invitation to go out there and maybe talk about what you've seen. Or are these hallucinations and confusion, they last for a long time. I think that you feel a draw to go back to the Circle of All and get back to your roots. And you, you meet up with your tiger mom friend. <laughs> tiger mom friend? And nice. over... Uh, uh, it, it takes a little, a little while, a few weeks, but as, as the weeks pull on and drag on, the confusion clears and your hallucinations kind of stop. But for a long time after that, and you, you still feel like there's this shining figure kind of looking over at you. It's a, it's a fleeting moment, and it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen for very long, but every once in a while, you'll feel like that shining figure is kind of looking over you, and you're not sure what exactly that is. It's just some part of the madness that has kind of held. But, Maxine. Wait, you... Mar didn't fall in love with me? That well, makes me so sad. Hold on. <laughs> Maxine, you take a carriage home after some time. Everyone's kind of. There's no re- real reason for you all to be together anymore, I guess. Sad. And you take a carriage home and you walk in the door and you see standing there in front of you, it's your husband. Oh my God. Who oh, is your Get husband? out of my house. No, I bet five bucks. Wait, I want to, can I, can I just throw out a guess right now? As sure. Your husband Write is? it down and don't tell us. Because <laughs> she's never, no, because she's never seen him before, right? They've never actually no, no, no. seen each other. We have. The problem is, Maxine, it was a long time ago and she was so wasted. She does not remember. <laughs> she knows you that so- she married someone, but then he left and she's married now and that's all that really matters. I think it's Saloran. <gasps> that would be good. You walk into the house and you say, who are you? Who are you? What, are you? what are you doing in my house? You put your hands up like that and your, your husband turns. He's a half elf. And he's holding a lot of papers in his hand. And he says, Maxine, where have you, where have you been? Why have you been traipsing all around the burrows when you're supposed to be on your community service? You... Why, why do I have all of these bills for all of these carriage rides? <laughs> Maxine, you, you know we own a carriage company, right? <laughs> no, she didn't. You could have gotten all of these rides for free. <laughs> Where have you been wasting my money? Who is her husband? I'm freaking out. Okay, here's the question. Do I recognize him now? Yes. As he's turned around, you recognize him. Who is it? And you remember his name. His name is Stenril. Oh. His name is <laughs> it's not Stenril? Oh, I thought it was going to be a good, like, reveal. No. Fuck. It's um, uh, the Marquis Stenril Monroe. Marquis Stenril Monroe. See, I really wanted her husband to be someone I did too. that That'd was, be like, funny. central... That'd be funny so that I could be like, oh, shit, it's you. <laughs> no, I really just it's wanted... Uh, as, as soon as you all started doing I those wish. carriage rides, I was like, no. Uh, the Marquis Monroe, he owns a carriage company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a few steps back and be like, excuse me, first of all, I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> Second, uh, I'm pretty sure this is uh, my money since we... We're married, and by law, part of your things are my things, so I'm pretty sure I can I can spend however much money I want, so I don't want to hear anything like that from you. However, I am pretty upset with you now that you mentioned it, that you never told me that we own a carriage business. You know how much I love carriage rides. <laughs> well, what is their fanciest carriage? He he looks at you, and he he drops the, the act. He's not really mad, and he looks kind of coy, and he's like... You know, I couldn't be <laughs> mad at you. You know that I'm sure you don't remember, but I bought the carriage business for you. Um, and he looks at you kind of coyly. Welcome home. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, That's adorable. I'm going to say Maxine for the first time actually looks at her husband and like tries to actually memorize his face. And she, re- she goes, Stenwick? 
<laughs> you know I hate that joke. <laughs> it's so funny. He thinks it's a joke. How cute. And he uh, he walks up and embraces you. Cute. Aww. She hugs him back, I think, for like the first real time ever. I think she's like actually like, oh, hey, you're actually kind of nice because she's learned to like care about people a little bit. Not be such a yeah, dickhead. Her, her mama bear instincts yeah. oh, kicked in over Tora and that opened her up. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got one last epilogue to do. And it's not for any of you. And it's not for Mara. It's not for Reg. It's not for Kelvin. It's for Vargini. It's late at night and Vargini's working by candlelight. She's writing a letter. And as she's writing it, she scrawls three names down on the page. Maxine, Tora, and Pax. And the page holds references to a giant spider in Antepa, the Shade Pocket, chaos in the archives, and the recent unrest that's currently happening throughout the burrows. She signs her name, then rolls up the parchment and wraps a black ribbon loosely around the scroll. And then she searches through the top drawer of her desk for the right seal and her silver sealing wax. She melts the wax on in a silver bowl over the candle that she's working by and pours the wax over the ribbon and then places the seal on top. And while she's waiting for the seal to set, she opens the bottom drawer of her desk and she pulls out a black hood. And as she pulls it over her head, her face is obscured from view. She utters a command word, ping, and says, <gasps> it's done. The order has been sealed. We'll have them soon. And she puts the seal away to reveal the mark that seals the scroll. It's a bearded axe, the symbol for execution. <gasps> and that's where we're going to end season 1.5. Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh my god, quickly remind me who Regina is. She's the silver mantle. The lawyer mantle. that asked us to find the wraith. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we, we did the thing and she was part of the thing. <laughs> We said, here's this secret society, and she is part of it. But why would she want us to get rid of the Wraith if she was part of the Order of Alteration? Wouldn't she know who the Wraith was? Who knows? It's a big old question, and y'all can't do it until next time. Unless she knew we were never going to get rid of him to begin with. Is that what that three-episode mini-arc thing is going to be about? Man, I don't know what that arc's going to be about, but thank you all so much for tuning in to season 1.5 finale of the Village Idiots podcast. I would normally name a Village Idiot here, but since we don't have to recap season 1.5, I don't have to name an idiot. We don't get an honorary idiot. idiot. But who is the who is the winner who got more? Justin, were you keeping tally? We have to go back and listen, uh, I think. Yeah, we'll have to go back and listen. I'm almost positive it was me, but... I think it's... If it's not, I mean, I don't know. I think we were pretty neck and neck there, Nicole, for a while. I'm almost positive it was. I feel like it's. There. I feel like it's Nicole. <laughs> Anywho, thank you all so much for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope that you had a great time listening to this finale mini arc episode. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing, and I hope you had a great time listening. If you want to reach out to us or something, I don't know. You can talk to us on social media, right, Nicole? Yeah, you can go to Twitter. And we're at Village Idiot Pod. If you want to reach out to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find Jordan because he is on paternity leave. And hopefully, we will see his return here shortly. We also have a website, VillageIdiotsPodcast.com. Lots of cool stuff up there, like some artwork especially of the hot goblin reg and uh a link to our patreon is there speaking of patreon want to hear more from your favorite idiots well you're in luck because we have a patreon for just a couple bucks a month you'll have exclusive access to some dm insights with nathan and behind the screens listen to nicole and i bs and what's what with dilly and dally and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of lanamora if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. Uh, the next little arc we're going to do, we're going to do a little, um, you know, it's it's November 1st here. So as you know, the winter holiday season is upon us. So the next couple episodes that we do, 
two to three episodes will be a special winter-themed episode. I don't know what we're doing yet, and I don't know if it's going to be connected to anything, but it's going to be... Wintery. Something. <laughs> so, uh, be sure to tune in. They, the, those episodes will release in December, and if there's three episodes, into January. So, we hope you all enjoy that, and then once we're done with that little arc, we're going to jump right into Season 2. So, make sure you stay tuned. Hit that subscribe button so that you get all the new episodes when they come in and all that and uh, leave a a rating because it helps and lets other people see it. So anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.